Uh, add All right, marker. Ohm it. Yeah, add marker. Okay, three, two, one. Ohm. Ohm. <laughs> welcome to Walter and Francis. Woo. Oh, wait. Welcome to Active Recall with... Walter. And Francis. Yay. We're trying to do a quicker intro because we had some mic issues. Sorry about that. That's my apologies. We're having, you know. Pa- apology okay. accepted. It Sorry. was it was Walter's end, so. Yeah. <laughs> Sus, how was your week, man? Uh, it was pretty good. I just got a new iPad, so um, the ten point five inch. Now I have three iPads, so <laughs> I'm gonna Dang. have to get rid of a. Probably two of them, and I'll just so, keep the new one. Hey, some of your what are the other ones? So hey, I was wondering, uh, does that mean that you're going to make more videos then, or is it is it more easier to make more videos, or what's the uh, plan for that? I wouldn't say it's easier or anything. It's just um, I will be making more videos though. I'm trying to do Wait. one video a week. Yeah. Then <laughs> trying to get people to like it both in real life and also online oh no way so, so are yeah. you okay. so are you making more videos and you're also uh are you planning on building uh websites maybe yeah so oh. with active <laughs> well, well i'm thinking about uh grabbing the domain for active recall not .com because that's taken so we'll figure no it way. out but yeah. I, I want to move everything to one site where we have just yeah. the podcast and just the videos one central station hell yeah that'll be yeah. so sick dude yeah so how was your week it went well i uh, just had more work i actually went to uh cover a dealership now and fortunately there's some traffic now but it's okay it's more work means more money i guess but <laughs> uh did that learn some new tricks on my camera uh worked on the dial with p TV and M, and it helps with like how with the style of like ISL shutter speed, all that stuff. Not so much. I don't really think shutter speed really matters for uh, videos, but it doesn't. Right? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think it does affect anything. But um, yeah. Other than that, uh, yeah, just did some of that. Sweet. Yeah. Also, you. Uh, this might be a short episode, so if you want to listen to something else, they also did, Wally also had a small mini-sode, mini-episode. Ooh, like it. I like how you melded that together. Who was it with? <laughs> That's with Jason. Uh, we had a little interview thing with him, and I can't wait to post it. It's, it's just, it's pretty short too, so, uh, yeah, it's just us introducing jason because we are we are trying to get jason to this podcast uh you know put in his input but yeah i can't wait can't wait to put that up jason on the minisode it's like jason the body ventura <laughs> the governor of minisodes <laughs> all right so let's intro this book <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Uh, I checked the listener. I th- I don't think we got any listener questions. I checked the email uh, huh. sometime in the week. Uh, it's but okay. if you want to send them in, activerecallpodcast at gmail.com. Sweet. Or you could tweet us at activerecall. And uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening to the uh, podcast. Thanks for subscribing. 
if you guys want, send a review in. Uh, I, I think oh, it's yeah. on all, I Thank think you. it's on all the, uh, iTunes or, uh, all the podcast, uh, what, venues, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's at least on iTunes. So yeah. Uh, we got one review there. Shout Yay. out to our, uh, number one supporter. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So, um, what are we talking about today, Seth? Creative Confidence by Tom and David Kelly. Oh, no way. Why? What's this all about? <laughs> it's about... I, I always say it's about prototyping, mm-hmm. but that's not like exactly what it's about. It's about... So what Creative Confidence is... Now I'm doing some active recall, lowercase. Um, Good. It's just Good. like a lot of people think creativity is this thing you're born with. So people are kind of, I, I guess when you think of confidence, the opposite of that is, uh, I don't know about like cowardice or like, you know, if you, you just don't want to do creative stuff because you're not a creative person is a lot of people's mindset. So if you're in a meeting or something, no one really wants to draw or like if you're, I don't know, like a business type, I'm not sure. But right. this, this, book talks about i think a phrase these days is design thinking or it's it's popular now i'm sure it's been around for many years but okay it's about um being creative in like not traditionally non-creative fields so right so i was i was gonna say it's not all about talent um what do you what do you have to do then what do you have to do to like develop that if there was no talent in it failure is not an option it's the option <laughs> sweet so yeah it's just <laughs> it's about like um yeah you're supposed to like get comfortable failing and um just try to do i think you're supposed to like build it up slowly where you do a little bit of creative stuff and then fail but see the improvement and get the momentum and do a lot of right. iterations cool yeah i like that man that's good um yeah don't get me wrong this i i am with i am working on this book right now but to tell you the truth i actually enjoy this is this is actually helping me like do baby steps with my own business and i really like that um i, I think it's it's helping me like uh, there was like the section on in the very beginning of the chapter about like uh, human, uh, like human, the human factor, the business human, factor, yeah. and the uh, technical factor. Right. And I was like, whoa! I didn't realize there's the, the three, that three. Uh, there's like that one happy spot, happy medium, in that. I, I enjoyed that. That was cool. But uh, we'll we'll keep going on. But um, uh, okay. What are the uh, actions or the aspects of oh. this book? So I mentioned prototyping. There's also this part about like taking action and not over planning. Then this idea of constraints. So, Mm -hmm. oh, actually, here, this is a good one is one of the earlier chapters talks about growth mindset and fixed mindsets. Okay. This is where a lot of people think, oh, I'm not creative. And then right. they don't they don't think they can like change that at all. And this book is all about you're able to change that. You can be creative. So um 
there's this idea that you are I think I just said that like a minute ago that you're born <laughs> creative, right? Right, right. And, right. Yeah, 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 that's the reason. Yeah. And uh I just said it's not true that you're born creative, but it's true. We're all born creative. So if like you think that. of like a first grade class and you ask everybody to draw a picture, the first graders aren't really going to question that, right? They'll just start drawing. Yeah. Do you remember that uh, when you were a kid? But you didn't really have to draw anything. You just colored in like those uh, outlined drawings. Do you? I just remembered... Um, like a coloring book? Yeah, but yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> but you know how they... like? Would you ever... <laughs> would you ever go to the... Um, like, uh, would you draw in or like uh, color in the... Um, whatchamacallit? Would you not go over the uh, edge of the the image and try to like color it as careful as possible or do you just not care <laughs> just keep oh, drawing yeah. <laughs> yeah there were those like the kids that um <laughs> they don't know like what the activity is about and then it's like they don't see the lines yeah. see that's that's how you kill creativity you make fun <laughs> they get made fun of then they become not creative uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so no i was i was very uh diligent i feel like i would do the outline. That was awful. That was the worst. <laughs> color it in. I won a coloring contest in um Did I think you? it was kin- no I think it was way. kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, so we amazing. uh we used to it go to this place. um video rental place right off base in Japan and it was <laughs> it was called American Video. But <laughs> it was right outside of the gate. So That's we so would sick, Yeah, we would get a lot of wrestling videos there, but um hell yeah i I remember like yeah that was like the maybe the first contest i won in my life (laughs) it was this coloring contest and then we won this barney video no way do you remember what you uh had to like color in (laughs) i'm sure i'm just making like misremembering but i think it was some kind of easter bunny (laughs) excellent (laughs) no pun intended excellent excellent (laughs) coloring on the uh Easter drawing. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. So, um, cool. Anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that tangent, but Cess was going over how people, um, uh, you know, there's there's aspects of being creative, and it's everyone thinks it's like that whole artistic field, um, it, but it's it's not really. Ha- it doesn't have to be artistic. It's you could break it down for a lot of other things. Right. Um, yep. So, I think, oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, one of the things that I liked out of, it's like the very early chapters about how, um, let's see, like they were saying how each section of the book about the desirable factor, the viable factor, the feasible factor, it all works hand in hand. That's That's like one of my favorite parts of the book. But then they have a innovation like a a <laughs> another list <laughs> but there's like this design driven innovation and there's an like it starts with one inspiration two syn- synthesis three ideation and experimentation and flow and four implementation and each of those like kind of break down and kind of enters you into design thinking which i think is kind of like prototyping right Sess? right so that list is kind of like the process, like, um, yeah, like the creative process or... Right, right. 
Yeah, and the book kind of talks about when you just abstract that process, you can apply it to any problem that you're trying to solve because it's a lot of design starts with seeing a problem and then trying to figure out a solution to it. Right. So there's problems everywhere and you can take these principles and apply it to generate ideas and then slowly get down to a solution that you can prototype. Excellent. So I was wondering, you know how we were about to go into uh, prototyping and all that, but it's the thing is there's sometimes that you get kind of scared. Um, like there's that fear. <laughs> like uh, what? Right. Um, what? How do you overcome fear if there's so much negativity about the about you know what you're planning on doing? There's this, uh, I guess it's like fear of failure. So you just have to get those small losses out of the way, I guess, and get comfortable with that. And it's kind of like related to last week where it's like, if you run into an obstacle, there are good things that come out of it. And in this case, it's pretty much pre-planned. You do something, you know, you're going to fail and you already know that the good thing about that is one, you don't waste your time. Uh, if you can fail quickly, then you don't waste a year building something that's not going to work. Oh, well. God. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. number two, you, with the failure, yeah, I mean, you, you start with, like, a bunch of ideas. So um, it, it just builds, an, not inertia, it builds momentum. Nice. Okay. So well, how, how, like, yeah. let's see, like, how could prototyping be useful for your videography? Sure. Um, when I started out with... Okay, so before we even go on prototyping, we're just starting with ideas and testing them out, right? And then right. hopefully we are trying to find a right path. So with, yeah. with me, um, I'm prototyping more so not with like the business aspect or the technical aspect because I think I'm okay on those those sides but the people aspect the um the human factor is what I'm trying to get more wide uh I'm trying as much as possible to go through wide ranges of videos it doesn't have to be like lifting <laughs> or right. um or or a commercial or it 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 it's all depends on um like for example, I did an ice cream one, or I'm planning on doing a a clothing company, or another one would be, um, you know, tools. It's it all. I'm all putting myself wider until I find something that I'm pretty good at. Uh, fortunately, I was. I'm at, I'm getting the hang of the fitness. I'm not. I'm not great, but I am. I'm getting used to the process for a fitness video. Right. When it comes down to narrowing that down, I know the I get a better angle, or I know which transitions to use, which um, color color correction to use. I know how to go into that once I figured out um, the process. So that's that's a good. I think that's how I use prototyping. I didn't realize I was using prototyping until I. Until I read this book, I was like, "Wait a second! I know, I know how this process works now." 
But what about you, Seth? How do how do you use prototyping on uh on for your situation? Right. So I guess also with video, like the storyboard is an example of prototyping. Oh, I see. Right. I could actually so <laughs> this podcast, like we're, we're publishing now, but I guess the the prototype to it was. I've talked about this before, so I won't go too long on it, but I was doing just like recording voice notes to myself, which are like two to three minutes. And then that turned into like maybe like 10 minute recordings that I would just email to a few friends. Then that led to this. So with the voice notes, I was able to listen to, you know, it takes maybe three minutes to record one and I guess that's how audio works, and uh, it also took three minutes to listen to it. But it was yeah. it was pretty clear to see like no one wants to listen to just me, not even myself. So I found oh. it. I found a co-host. That's um, negative too. Don't make me so negative, man. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, some of them are okay, but it's it does help. So something that is good in that, like in in that case, is I'm able to. For like, let's take the videos for example that I've been doing. So I've been trying to like make these videos that summarize uh, podcasts that I listen to. Right. Instead of going through and making the entire video, I just start with like some ideas, like a list of ideas, and then I'll do a voice note recording for maybe like three of them. Oh. Then yeah. I'll see like which ones like ran over time. If I'm just uh, trying to like say my thoughts on something then i know that if i'm going long on something then there's probably something there that i can work with and then make a video out of it so oh i like that dude yeah okay so you okay before we uh when you were just doing yourself you were you were just trying out a way for uh your podcast the videos all your your way. So you you basically had a permission to fail, right? You you made an idea and you tried it out, and you knew your. Did you know you were going to fail, or did you know you had like a good thing coming? That's a good phrase. Uh, permission to fail is that's exactly right. It's just like I knew. Yeah, it's it's pretty low stakes, so I know that if. I know no one's going to listen to a, like a voice note that I recorded to myself because I'm not publishing it anywhere. So, right. Um, and then it's the idea. No, I mean, <laughs> I know like a handful of people will even listen to this, but it, you know, it's uh, going to build up on each other because we keep learning from it. Um, right. and have you heard, heard of like little bets? It's like, um, yeah, the best example yeah. of that is like stand up comedians where they will for uh, from all, everything i've read and like heard is like what they want is stage time Got because it. and it, it's not their goal to like bomb but it is expected like they they don't they don't sweat it um if they bomb like that's a part of the process if you don't if they don't try out jokes that might bomb then they won't find any good jokes so oh that's crazy oh i like that so giving yourself the permission to fail and you as long as you know that it, you could learn off that 
that's you're just being optimistic that you know that these are going to be learning experiences. But um, do you ever? So uh, I have this problem. There's this one thing that I always do that gets me down, and it's comparing myself to others. Do right. you do you do that to uh, your podcast or your websites or the stuff that you do? Yeah, if you if you have one thing that's getting you down, it's a pretty low number. That's pretty good. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think yeah. I, uh, comparison is. <laughs> I just if let me try to remember the the phrase. I think it was something like comparison is. I forget who it was, but their point was like that's the worst thing that you can do is compare yourself to other people. Because um, there's always going to be someone better than... I hate I hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, in any... Yeah, any field, there's going to be someone better. If, like, no matter what your goal is, you you hear about, like, people that are, like, millionaires or billionaires, and if they made it their goal to hit some number, you get to that goal, then right. guess right. what? There's still people that are like that have more money than you. Yeah, exactly. There's so um I don't know if you read this book yet, Sess, but it's about uh Daring Greatly by uh Brene Brown. No. Or Brene Brown or something like that. Um she had a quote in this book that I really liked and it says when our self worth isn't on the line we are far more willing to be courageous and risk sharing our raw talents and gifts. So one way to embrace creative confidence is to let go of comparison. And it's really hard because um, I always compare myself with other people's videos. And uh, when I do that, it's, it's, it's like going on Reddit or some online forum and asking for help and then getting... <laughs> getting people to compare their videos to yours or getting reviews and getting negative reviews. Right. <laughs> so um, one of the things was about how to, uh, at least I'm taking action and trying to figure out new ways to improve myself. And in fact, that was how I was getting more confident with my videos, putting myself out there and putting my videos out there to get some input um but back the as we went through a huge um tangent but what were you going about the drawing thing about the uh as kids were drawing <laughs> oh yeah I, I mean that's more like failure all kids are creative until they're not and it's trying to i think it's like the growth and fixed mindset thing um, let's just go. Let's just stay on the sphere thing because I remember oh. there was this um part of it. Do you remember they they talk about like snakes? Yeah, um, and, uh, they did an experiment with uh the <laughs> so there was a snake inside like a room in a glass case, and there's a person that's afraid of snakes. So what they did? Afraid? Yeah. Sorry. Afraid. Sorry, sorry. I won't. I won't do that correction. <laughs> that, that one was pretty bad. So. <laughs> It's okay. So there, what they did was they had a um, like a person that would that would be like, oh, I am not going that room. There's no way I'm gonna 
go in, in that same room with that snake. So what the psychologist did, or it wasn't a psychologist, or like a scientist, or like someone that was trying to help. Someone with a white lab coat, probably. <laughs> with glasses and a, what do you call that? The pencil? Pocket pencil, protect. Pen pack. And, yeah. <laughs> so they would say, okay, no worries. Uh, come here to this spot. And let's say it's the, um, the entranceway of the, of where the room is. Uh, they would stand there and then they would take small, like baby steps to get closer, inching. And after a good while, uh, that's like end goal. They, they touch the snake and they lose their fear of phobia of snakes. What is it? What's the name of that? Phobia. Oh, no. Not arachnophobia. No, that's spiders. Oh, geez. Uh, snake phobia. Right. And then <laughs> it talks about, phobia. like, if you virtually, I think there's a virtual, like, a VR snake, and if you touch that, then yeah, you're not scared of snakes anymore. But <laughs> the point of the whole snake thing is once you confront the fear, then yeah. you can get used to it, and then the analogy there is people are scared to be creative, because oh, I like because that. you know you you get I don't know about like conditioned but uh, growing up you when you fail creatively like you'll get made fun of which is like, true um, I just made fun of like a fake first grader earlier in this podcast so if you aren't afraid to be creative then you'll do it more and then you'll be able to apply creative thinking design thinking to whatever you're working on right um this is the whole from fear to courage so the only way to get courage is to take those baby steps and it's those accumulations of those baby steps so uh coming back to us this is we took baby steps all the way to now to what we're doing and we got like a really good i think we got a really good format going as well as you know, with my business, I am, I'm still taking baby steps. I'm still trying out things, but I'm getting more confident in producing my content now. Um, and I, by the way, the whole Indiana Jones concept with the snake fear, right. <laughs> it's called ophidiophobia. Oh, it's, or, uh, herptophobia. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Right. Weird. Anyways. Um, and the other one is, there's another thing I wanted to go over because I really thanks again, Seth, for giving me this uh, idea. I actually got this book re- um, recommendation by Seth just because of my business. I I asked them, I was like, if hey, if I was to try to do something, one of the books I should get is this Creative Confidence. Um, and the one of the book, one of the chapters I really really liked is called Spark, and it's from Blank Page to Insight. Now, I wanted to ask Sess, what is one way that got you, like, what got you to do a podcast? Why, why are we doing, what are we, what's the spark? What's going on here? There's a few reasons. I've talked about this before is one, to keep in touch with each other. So that. That's a big, that's a good goal. It's like, I've heard of a couple podcasts where they, it's just like two friends and they wanted to have a regular time to meet or like to talk to each other. So instead of just having like a call, they did a podcast, which creates like a more rigid schedule that can be followed. 
Yeah. <laughs> and another reason was I just uh, listened to a lot of them, and I thought it might be a good idea to just try it out. And I figured I'd be able to learn something from it, even if it's <laughs> even though it's like unsuccessful. Really, like currently, I mean, it's success. Like that's where you have to. If the goal was to get a lot of listeners, then yeah, this is unsuccessful. But from the start, our goal has always been to have fun with it. If it's not fun, then uh, we shouldn't be doing it. That was like one of the first things we set out in the first episode is like, if it's not fun, then like, what's the point? So that's where, um, so I think it's been going, it's been going pretty great so far. Yeah. I really enjoy this. Uh, This is like, this is like a traveler aspect where you just go into a foreign land and you're looking at brand new stuff. I, like I'm enjoying this time with Seth just because we are trying new things and we are actually on a type of approach where we are, we don't really put our ideas on an outline now. We are just, we put an outline and then we say our thoughts to it. So it, it gets me on my, it keep, like, even though we are, I'm up really early, this is really pe- keeping me on my toes and I really like this, this approach. This is good. Um, Back to the book, uh, the way we are trying to start a spark is like choosing the creativity, thinking like a traveler, which I just mentioned about how you go to a foreign land and try looking good. at stuff. Yeah. Engaging relaxed attention. So you are trying to, um, find a, find something to look at, like so something that you find exciting and then allowing your mind to take, uh, connections to those unrelated ideas. Uh, another one is empathizing your, your end user. So you're coming with ideas for that, those people. And I think this is good for us because we are trying to set it up with our audience, trying to learn something that we are actively recalling from this book and our past memories, <laughs> which is pretty cool because I didn't realize that, uh, I, with our active recall podcast, we are actively recalling these books to share and solidify the information right. that we got from those books. And even though it's not, it doesn't have to be books. This is, we are also actively recalling about our past childhood, our memories growing up. And I think that uh, there's always like a bit of something to learn from, even though it's funny, even though it's like an Easter bunny drawing that you won at a video store. <laughs> yeah. That's um, just like, that's what I like about this format is I don't know that I would have ever thought of that um, being related to this book, like the coloring as a kid. And then yeah, unless we were talking it out and having like the discussion and the conversation. So uh, yeah, just getting back to why I wanted to do the podcast and all of that is, it is a creative outlet and it's just like what you said. Um, being in like a foreign land where I'm, I'm like very familiar with blogging and setting up a WordPress site and things like that. But I have, I had no idea how to do that with a podcast before we started this. And I learned about probably a little, not, not too much about equipment. I learned quickly that, and I think it was good to learn this quickly is like the equipment doesn't matter that much and people can get kind of uh, distracted by it. But yeah, it's, it's been, 
there's a lot to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking about a lot to learn, um, so one of the things, one of the quotes that I like from this book is just saying to continue to grow intellectually rather than let their skills or knowledge stagnate. So we are trying, even though we are trying this, I actually enjoy the fact that we are always thinking like this. Like this is making my thoughts a lot more uh, deeper. Just, And I don't really talk like this at all. I'm just, I'm at work. Oh my God, geez, I got to. Work on an alarm again. I'm not, I'm not being stagnant. That's the, that's like the thing I enjoy about this podcast is to, um, is to not become stagnant. And it makes me recall all this stuff. Actually, it's, it's helping me with my business. Just the fact that I am actively recalling my, my learning techniques. So everything I keep talking about, I, I just remember like, oh wait, I did, I learned this last week. I'm still learning. I'm still growing and it's still helping with my creativity. And thanks, Sas. Appreciate that, man. Hey, what's a, what's a favorite, um, excerpt from your, the book that you did? Uh, the, the book that you, that you read? <laughs> I didn't, uh, write down any, like, uh, exact quotes, but there is this idea of taking action and not over planning. Ah. So. Um, something that I don't think this phrase is in there, but like imperfect action, a lot of times you can plan and plan and plan, but, uh, you need to take action to there's, there's of course like a balance. So, um, I wanted to ask you like, when have you taken action quickly and had it work out? Um, yeah. So, uh, there was a time where, uh, it was kind of sudden. Um, the thing was, there was a client that asked me to, she sent me her videos and she wanted them done, uh, immediately. <laughs> and I was like, got it. <laughs> so, uh, in fact, that was like the first time I ever took action instead of planning, kind of say, like, I told her, like, look, I could edit these videos, but I don't know your approach. I don't know the storyboard. I don't have anything to base it off of. And she's like, I want this lovey-dovey. The end. I was like, oh, crap. So she wanted something done immediately, and she she didn't give me a storyboard or an outline. I didn't have any process to take this. So, But I did say yes, hoping, realizing that I made a big mistake taking this action too suddenly. Um so what I did was I took a step back with the video she sent me and uh, I was like, okay, this is out of the blue. What am I going to do? Uh, I took a step back. I realized that I have several, several processes that I've used over the past of other people sending me their videos and I took that approach instead. Um, I used the song. I told her I couldn't use the song exactly that she wanted. So I got a, a free licensing song come close to that song <laughs> and it was good she actually liked it um after that i without the storyboard without that it was of course a bit stressful but the end goal was she just wanted this this shot done i sent it back to her and she was effusive about it she enjoyed this very much she wanted to review me telling everyone you know it was good it she t- it turned out great but i was going to ask you um what was something that you did took an action too quickly 
I'm going to take action right now, very quickly, and we're going to try a new segment out called Word of the Week. This week's word is effusive. (laughs) (laughs) Expressing feelings of gratitude, pleasure, or approval in an unrestrained or heartfelt manner. That's a you that's a great word. I just learned it today. And now I feel effusive toward do I feel it I feel it toward you for teaching me that word. So we took action pretty quick there. Um I did have a question. How much time do you have left? Cuz you said you had to go, right? Yeah, I got about 4 minutes. <laughs> okay, so 9:30? Okay. Um okay. We got to close this pretty soon. So one of the reasons I wanted to do a podcast is that we or I yeah, I've listened to podcasts for like, I think it's almost 10 years now. And a lot of that started with listening to Bill Simmons. Right. And he used to have a guest on pretty often when he was at ESPN, Kevin Wilds. And then there was also David Jacoby. And together, uh, in some different combinations of the three, they would do half-baked ideas, which is kind of the spirit of this book, is um, just thinking, it's that like improv attitude where it's like, yes, and, yes, and, and there's a part in the book where it basically sounds like half-baked ideas where uh, I think the goal was like, how can you improve the ramen experience? (laughs) <laughs> and so one idea i liked in there was um have a giant straw and serve it in a cup or something like that. <laughs> oh that's so good i like that one <laughs> cool I so guess, you tried to do it a half half big idea and that's what you got um that that was that was from the book so yeah in the future it'd be great to have i guess like if we could be 10 percent as good as half baked the half baked ideas podcast yeah that'd be great so we've got three more minutes um i guess it would be a good time to start closing this out so um all right so Seth, what did you get out of this book what is one thing that you enjoyed out of this book I did like, I've read it a a while ago, so listening to it again, it was a good reminder of just like, just, it is the Nike, just do it, Um, you'll learn something. And as long as you prepare, um, you know, uh, you don't want to like jump to do anything too crazy. So what about you? Dude, um, in fact, my favorite is it's not about the spark, it's the courage. Um, it's the courage to actually put yourself out there to take baby steps to make it easier. Uh, and just to make sure, just to reiterate, take those baby steps just to do what you want to do. Um, you know, negative negativity is out there, but you could take it on as long as you take baby steps. And that's that's what I loved about this book. All right, I do have one quote. Think of today, wait. Think of today as a prototype. What would you change? I'll leave you with that. <laughs> Dang, you got it. And... No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. What? So before that, again, thank you guys very oh, much yeah, for yeah. listening to this podcast. Thank you 
for everyone that is listening, enjoying this podcast, me familiar, like, 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 or subscribe us like uh, on iTunes or any of that. If you have any questions, please let us know. We are on Active Recall Podcast at gmail.com, all one word. Uh, you could also tweet us at Active Recall, and then Cess is planning on building a site, so we have every all the traffic heading straight to that website. So in time, hopefully, this will go out. But we are trying to build off Active Recall, and in fact, this is kind of like a format that me and Cess actually enjoy. And we hope to hear from you guys next week. Don't forget, we have another special episode coming with Jason, and hopefully, you guys hear that. Uh, hope that'll, for come, the best. that'll go up before this. So cool, perfect. At Cess, uh, I hope you have a great week, man. Sorry for cutting this short. I know I'm going to be heading down south in just like five more minutes, but. Yeah, man. Uh, enjoy this. Thanks. That's um, another one in the books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll have another book for you next week. Um, we do. That's that. And, <laughs> and cut. Cut. <laughs> Great job. Great job, dude.